Hey, good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday. It's time for, I don't know what it is, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. <laughs> Spending time with Pastor Len around the Word of God. And I uh, uh, hope you guys all had a wonderful Thanksgiving and um, enjoying friends and family and, and turkey and stuffing and um, I know we had a wonderful time down in Florida visiting my mother and, and, and brother and uh, his family. But, uh, you know, as joyous as it was, it's always good to, it's always good to come home. It's always good to come home. Um, there's, no, there's no place like home. That saying is so true. Um, before we begin... I always want to tell you how much I love you and appreciate each and every one of you. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. All that you do for us, for the ministry, for Lori and I personally, the wonderful gifts, the cards, the letters, financial blessings. Thank you. Thank you. You keep us going. You keep us going. Without you, we wouldn't be. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And you know, before we go, Go on. I want to. I just let's pray. Um, let's pray. Uh, let's pray for one another. And if you have a prayer request, please let us know. Let me know, and we will join. We will join forces. We will stand together as one. It's nice to have like-minded believers, and we are all like-minded believers because we believe we have, we can, and we are. So let's pray, you know. Father, firstly, we want to thank you and praise you for Jesus. You know, there's nothing we can do to qualify for all your goodness and your grace and your blessings. Because Jesus did everything to cause us to qualify. He did what was necessary for us to qualify. We thank you for Jesus. We qualify for all things because of him, your perfect sacrifice. We thank you, Lord, for all your blessings, Lord. We thank you for your goodness. Father, we thank you, especially today. You know, we thank you for, for Jessica, and we thank you for Chesie. How, Lord, they're, they're prospering physically, Lord, and, and healing is manifested through them, Lord. We just give you praise and glory, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for, for Jack and Mandy, Lord. And for Brett, Lord. And for Alveda, Lord. We thank you because we know, we know that victory is theirs. That wholeness is theirs. That healing is theirs. And we stand believing that their bodies would respond to the truth of your word and the truth of the power that is within them. Oh, we just give you glory, Lord. We pray for Brett. We thank you that his legs are strengthened and strong and pain-free. We thank you for Noah, Lord, how his, his mind is at peace and he thinks good thoughts. And we thank you for Chris, Lord, how the pain from his body is gone and it's dissipating and it's leaving and he's filled with your peace. 
And we thank you, Lord, for my beautiful baby girl in South Carolina, Lord. We just thank you that she's experiencing your wholeness and your prosperity and your goodness and your blessings and your grace. We just give you praise, honor, and glory, Lord. Thank you for who you are, for all that you are to us. We give you praise. We thank you, Father, for all you've done. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We just got some good news, guys. We just got some good news. I can't share it. I want to share it. But I praise God. He woke me up this morning to a beautiful passage of Scripture from John where it says, if you ask anything, the Father, you pray to the Father in my name, you will heave. He will do it. And my peace I give to you, not as the world give, but I give. All I can say is, Mom, I think you're on here. Or you will be soon. Little Leola, you're on here. Jessica, you're on here. I don't know if I can continue. Because there is a heartbeat. There is a heartbeat. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you. What a glorious day. What a glorious day. There is a heartbeat. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it leads me into today's message. Today, uh, tomorrow, and Friday, we're going to be continuing with um, the message that we started on Sunday because that message cannot be completed. It's an ongoing message. But we're going to visit Philemon, Philemon chapter 1 and verse 6 again. And we're going to unwrap it. We're going to talk about communication, effectual, acknowledging, and in you this week. We're going to unfold this powerful scripture for you. It's for you. And the Lord has been ministering to me so mightily through it. In fact, he's given me a message for Sunday already. And it's all things. And you know, I just did a quick search this morning. All things. All things. Think about it. all things are possible. All things have been given. All things. Are, all things. 
that phrase, all things, and I'm going to dive deep, deeper into it. But the phrase, all things, all these things, 230 times. I think God wants us to know something. God wants us to know all things. Have all things. Be all. God wants us to be in the know. God wants us to be in the have. And God wants us to be in the do. That's where he wants us to be. And it's all found in Christ. This is why Paul, in Acts chapter 17, verse 28, he says, it's in him I live and move and have my being. It's in him. God wants us to be in the know, to live in the have, to live in the do. And he shows us this, this verse. Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. And it says this, that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. I read that from the Amplified Version on Sunday. I'm going to read that verse from the Amplified Version again for you today. And I pray that the participation in and sharing of your faith may produce and promote full recognition and appreciation and understanding and precise knowledge of every good thing that is ours in our identification with Christ Jesus unto his glory. What a powerful verse. So today we're going to look at communication, the word communication, that the communication of your faith. That word communication. I talked about wouldn't it be awesome if we had Paul himself here with us to tell us what the word, the words that he was sharing really meant. Because a lot is missed in man's translation. A lot is missed in man's translation. But in looking at that word communication, the only thing we can do is unpack it from what what it says in the Greek, from its Greek definition. And the, the word in the Greek is koinonia, koinonia. And the primary definition is partnership, partnership participation, partnership participation, partnership participation. And that is amazing. Because, because Paul wants us to know right now, right, right off the bat, that you know, this isn't just about Jesus. This is about you. This is about you. This is about Jesus. This is about Jesus. This is about you. He's trying to let us know in this word right here what he lets us know in every single book of his, letter of his, that there is a uniting that has taken place. 
There is a union that has taken place. There is a coming together that has taken place. There is a commingling has, that has taken place. There is a oneness that has taken place. And as soon as you, as you understand this communication, this koinonia, this, this partnership, this participation we have with Jesus as being one with him, your faith is going to become become effectual. We're going to look at that later. But is that right? Well, let's look at Paul's other words, other writings. In Romans chapter 8, verse 16 and 17, it says, the Holy Spirit testifies to us that we are children of God. And because we're children of God, we are heirs, but not just heirs, joint heirs, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Now, I was talking, I was talking about this with Laura the other day about what a joint heir really, really means. And I don't think we know, we, we have the fullness of the understanding of a joint heir. So we were looking at some homes the other day as we were driving. And joint heir doesn't mean... You know, that home is yours, Lori. And now, you know, we, we, we are equal heirs. So that home is of equal value, equal value and it's my home. No, that's not what the joint heir is. Joint heir is that home, that's your home. It's my home. It's our home. See? Joint heir with Jesus Christ means that he can't have anything. He can't possess anything that we don't possess and that we don't have. If he has it and he possesses it and he's been given it by the Father, that means we have also been given it and have it. And own it as a gift of the Father. Joint heirs. This is what Paul says. That's what's so important about this word. Come unto the understanding of this union, this partnership, this participation. You know? It's 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 we have this mentality that, you know. We have to earn and we have to do before we can go before God, before he can give. Let's just, let, come on, we just have to, we're going to say this one more time. There's no earning. Christ did the earning for us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Lori's here, but she's not here. She's not here. She's here. Christ did the earning for us. There's no earning left for us to do. And now because of faith in Jesus Christ, the Father has made us a joint heir. And you know, we, we have to get away from this mentality. And, and even in, in Luke chapter 15, we're going we're gonna to go to Luke. Luke. Luke has a lot of Paul in him because he followed Paul. He was with Paul. A lot of Luke's writings have Paul's messaging in it. And I, I didn't... I wasn't, 
I wasn't made aware of this until recently, and now I'm looking at Luke's writings in a completely different way. But Luke has that wonderful story about the prodigal son. And, you know, both sons don't... We, we fail to understand that both sons, sons had the wrong understanding. Both sons thought that what was theirs, you know, it was theirs because they earned it, right? The first son, he went to the father and he, he said, give me my inheritance, you know, it's mine, you know? And, 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 and he's expressing the fact that, you know, I've done something for this. So give me what's mine. And you know what's amazing? The father gave him what was his. <laughs> he, he gave him what he thought he earned. You know? And he went through that like this. Now the other son, right, at the end of the story, he's complaining. He's, Listen, I served you for my whole day and you've never given me the fatted calf. So, so he, he's thinking the same way, you know? I should have earned, I should have earned, I should have earned. And, and, and I never realized that Jesus is wanting us to put to death this mentality of earning when it comes to the Father. Because of the Father's response to both sons. The first son put my ring on his finger. Full authority. Put my robe on his back. You know? Full nobility. You know, put sandals on his feet. He is a son, not a servant. And then we see it in the father's answer to the other son, where he says, son, you've gotten it all wrong. Just like your, your brother got it all wrong. You've gotten it all wrong. All that I have is yours. All that I have is yours. All that the Father has is the Son's, and all that the Son has is ours. This is what we see in that first word, communication. That's what we see. And in Luke chapter 12, verse 32, this is why I, I can understand now Paul's philosophy in Luke. Because Paul, through Luke, Luke, right, in, in, in Luke chapter 12, verse 32, 32, he's telling us, do not be afraid, little children. Do not be afraid, little flock. For your father has chosen gladly to give you his kingdom. So now, so now, Paul is telling us in this verse, the communication of your faith, the communication of your faith the participation, right? The partnership. You're one with Jesus Christ. You're a joint there. All that the Father has given him, he has given yours. It is yours. It is at your disposal. It is for your using. It is for your pleasure. It is for your wholeness. It is for your healing. It is for your prosperity. It is for your wellness. It is for your protection. It is for your goodness. It is yours. The communication of your faith may become effectual. Communication, koinonia, partnership, participation, formal arrangement between you 
and Jesus Christ, between Jesus Christ and you to manage and operate the kingdom and share in its profits. That's today's word. I love you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for putting up with my tears of joy this morning. And again, we praise God because there is a heartbeat. Amen.